Hello, everyone. <laughs> We're back on Fawcett Galaxy, and this episode we'll be doing a overall wrap up of Andor. Yeah, we know the season ended, but we can't stop talking about Andor. Come on, it's right? so great. Yeah, um, you know. So we what we wanted to do was uh, we revisited the season. You know, we watched all, all twelve episodes, and uh, you know, we just wanted to just talk about some things uh, now that we've seen everything. You know, from a different perspective. You know, did was there anything that we missed? Um, you know, things that you know, moments, certain moments that we want to talk about. Um, enhance a little bit more, talk about the structure, um, set up some payoffs. So this is why we're here. So we're going to talk about Andor Season 1, our recap. I'm Kerwin. This is Keith. We're Father Sun Galaxy. All right. All right. So if I had the opportunity to ask Tony Gilroy, well, why did he decide to create these blocks of three um, storylines? Yeah, you know, three episode storylines, right? Um what I do know is in screenwriting, they have something that's called a three-act structure, right? Yep. Setup, confrontation, resolution. Right. Marvel's so, done this a lot because usually the third act is that huge fight at the end. And then the first two are just like building up to the tension. Yeah. The second is the rising action. And then we get that third act battle at the end. Yeah. Most films, you know, especially films like uh, that are Marvel comic books or um, Star Wars related, they, you know, they they set up that type of um, you know set up um, middle uh, beginning middle and ending right so the, yeah. you know, there's the resolution at the end um, so so I'm wondering if the three blocks uh, the three episode block is episode one being the setup episode two being the confrontation episode three being the resolution so just want to go through and just talk about the uh, the blocks. And then the other episodes that were not three episodes or maybe one or two. So yep. let's go ahead and start. So the first three episodes all right, were written by Tony Gilroy, directed by Toby Haynes. Mm-hmm. All right. The setup, right? Something had to happen. There had to be something that took place to set everything in motion. And that act is, you know, Cassian taken down two pre-more guards. Yes. And that is what put Cyril on his trail. So he decides to start working on his alibi with Brasso, but but eventually we find out Cassian's in debt, and he decides to sell some stolen Imperial equipment to a buyer, and we also find out he's been in the fight since he was six years old. Right, and that was important, right? Because yes. in Rogue One, he mentioned that he's been in this fight since he was six years old, so yep. it's very important for the writer uh, to, to, include it. to include that as part of his backstory. Like, okay, but what does that mean? What did he do? when he was uh, six years old. So that's all part of the setup, right? And like you said, um, Andor is in this place where you would never expect anyone uh, to be in a Star Wars uh, film or TV. Um, and he's looking for his sister. Yep. He doesn't find her, but he finds trouble with two of these corporate officers and they're just on him for- These people, yeah, these people just are harassing just him bullying for no this particular man. reason. They're like, all right, identification, please. Yeah. And Cassian's like, okay, no, thank you. Pew! And yeah. uh and scene. Right, but they kept coming at him, you know what I mean? They wouldn't let him go. I mean, he walks out of the place and you know, they're just badgering him, and then you know, finally they just won't know, leave him alone, and Cassian had enough, and he decided he was going to end this one way or yeah, another. And you know, unfortunately, you know, we and end scene. Yes, right, and, and the two of them. 
yeah so so that's it that's what that sets everything in in motion in action so he's running away he heads back to his home planet of ferris right and like you said he yep. meets with um his friend brasso now as far as characterization how do you know he's a friend well he comes up to someone and works on an alibi. So somebody, you only do that with someone you can yeah, like trust. Like you, your right? partner in crime, basically. Exactly. See, you don't you don't go up to to talk about alibis with just anybody. Right. You don't you don't go you don't go to some random person and say, "Hey, let's look at our alibis." So like, uh, you go get reported, my friend. Exactly. Somebody's right. gonna turn you in and get that cash reward. Right. Someone who doesn't know you. But it was it was very it was a very cool scene because like I said you know that they have a, um, a history because when Cassian provided an alibi Brasso said well I'll I'll give you one even better he came up with his own alibi and they agreed on something in between um, but that was a good introduction to a yeah. character that you know we were going to see a little bit later well you know quite a few times throughout the the, the series. Yeah. And then, you know, as far as Ferrix, did you want to say something else? No. Okay. Uh, as far as Ferrix, <laughs> the importance of community, right? So we yeah. saw not just Brasso, but we saw other. Bix. Yes. Bix Colleen has a relationship. Uh, they've been, uh, they've known each other for a very long time since they were um, children. B2 um, and Marvel. Yeah. B yes. Yeah. B2 Emo and Marvel. We meet uh, Marvel, who is his adopted mm, mother. Mother. Basically. Right, and we don't know the story about that, but that's part of the backstory. We'll find out exactly how and their droid B two exactly, and then you know there's a shopkeeper. Um, you know there's Who? Uh, uh, salmon, salmon. Uh, yes, forgot his last name. Zanwen. No, 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 no. Yes, he was the one that had the recording in the back of his um, establishment pack. Pack salmon pack, right? Right, and then salmon pack, yeah, right. Salmon, okay, salmon, salmon. Pack. okay. You're talking about fish. Wow. That was dinner. That's not that's not a character. That was, was my dinner. That's his first name. It's spelled, it's spelled the same way. There's no oh, it's an A. Okay, all right. So then you're off by a mile. Yeah, I'm off by a mile. Okay, Mr. Pack, all right, is another character there. So you know, we get to know. A little bit of the people of Ferrix, and we know that they're important because we spend time with them, right? Yeah. To to get to know who they are. All right, and then so that's the episode one to me as a setup, and then let's talk about Cyril. So Cyril comes in and he's like, "Yeah, well, this dude just took out two Primor employees, and now I'm after it. He's in charge. He's got the power. He's got a squad behind him, and they're heading to Ferrix. Yeah. And meanwhile, Luther's on Ferrix." He's going under the alias of the buyer or Axis, as the Imperials call him. And he's looking for Cassian so he can buy that, what's it called? Like a Star, star, star Pass? Star yeah. Pass, yes. Mm -hmm. A Star Pass unit. And he's looking to buy it from Cassian. So that's why he's there. Or at least that's his cover yes. for why he's there. Right. And this is all part of the confrontation, right? This is what's happening in episode two. Now, the problem is with Cyril, what he's doing wrong is he's putting this um, team together without any um, approval from his superiors. Yeah, because he assumed everything was going to go well. Right. But in the third act, <laughs> we find out he was incredibly wrong and that man failed. Mm -hmm. right. I felt so bad for Cyril, though. Like, the look on his face and I was like, 
that is the look of demotion. Yeah. <laughs> that is the look. That's the look of a man who's lost his status. Yeah, yeah, right. And then that leads us to episode three, which is the resolution. All right. Now the resolution is that okay, well, what's going to happen? So again, Cyril is going rogue. You know, he, he doesn't have any type of yep. uh, no approval for the higher no ups. No approval from from Blevin the said nothing to him about this. Right. You know, he's trying to. Uh, show off his leadership capabilities, but he doesn't quite and, uh, have that. Failing. Yes. Um, so he and his team lands on, well, they find out who Andor is. You know, yeah. They so they have get... to identify first. And then they arrive on Ferrix. Exactly. Confrontation begins. That's right. And there's that awesome fight in the uh, warehouse with all the chains falling. Right. And then eventually Lucid and Cassian get a speeder and they speed across, but they're smart enough to set up a decoy with explosives inside. And then when it when the stormtrooper shoots that stormtrooper, I'm so used to calling these people stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. When one of those troopers shoots it, it blows up and just goes flying. And Cyril's like, "Yes!" And he's like, "This is the face of a man who's expecting a promotion. This is the face of a man who's, who's getting a demotion." Exactly because right. all of a sudden, Cassian and Luton speed by, and they're like, "Ha ha! You missed." And they just speed off, and Cyril is left in the dust. That's right. Poor man. That's right. So, right. And then that's how Cassian and Luthen escape. So Luthen, like you said earlier. That was the escape. Was the buyer, right? In quotation marks. Access. But what it was actually doing is trying to recruit Andor, because he knew so much about Cassian. And yeah, his, a little you know, too much. Right. So he studied Cassian. He, he felt that, okay. I need someone like you on my team. You know, why don't, don't you want to get back at these people for real? You know, yes. meaning the empire, you know, don't you want to fight these people? You know, we um, all do. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's exactly what happened. So he's not really there for the stolen equipment. He's there for Andor. He wants to fight Cassian. He right. wants to recruit Cassian to his cause. Right. And then as, a, as for another resolution, the storyline that was also taking place is we find out, Marver's connection to Cassian. So she finds Cassian, right? He, he's on his um, home planet. Um, you know, a majority of his people, uh, the native people have been wiped out. He is there. Um, he is on one of the ships, one of the Empire ships, Imperial ships that crash landed. And he's angry and he's, you know, breaking up the equipment he's inside. Quite upset. Yeah, the equipment inside the ship. Then again, and, he was a child and I think one of his friends sure. just got shot. So. Right. And then Marver and Clem, her husband, came in and they found Cassian. Um, yes, it, it, it was legalized child abduct, abductment when you think about it. Because, I mean, he had a home, but he but his friends kind of abandoned him. And, you know, technically it was legal for Marvin to pick him up and adopt him. And otherwise we wouldn't have the Cassian we have today. But, yeah. Yeah. you know. I look at it as Marva saving his life because yeah. as, had she have left him there, those those uh, remaining people would have yeah, got him. I don't knows? know what species they were, but he may. Yeah, he I'll tell you what survived. species they were: dead. <laughs> that's speech. So then that's it. So I guess that's how that's how um, you know Tony Gilroy, the the showrunner, the writer, uh, set up these three episodes to have a beginning, middle, and end. So those that's the first block of three episodes. Um, episodes one through three. So let's go into the next three episodes, four, four five, and six. six. 
Uh, these next three episodes were written by Dan Gilroy, Tony's brother, directed by Susanna White. And we finally meet the Aldani cast. Yes, a new cast of characters, which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Right. So then. By the way, guys, you have any questions or comments, let us know. Type Q plus before your questions if you have any. You know, don't be afraid to interact during our episodes. Absolutely. Thank you very much. All right. So, you know, what I wanted to say about having meeting a new cast of characters in episode four. Now, this is what's nice about having uh, a television series, right? Where you can spread out, you know, the, we get a lot more storylines, right? Yeah. You have 12 episodes. You have time to really explore new characters and I get mean, their backstory. You couldn't do this in a two hour movie. Three episodes of Andor yeah. is basically a movie. Right. Yeah. Because if you take the actual length of each episode, Agreed. that is movie length right there. Yeah. Exactly right, and plus the actual content; those are those are four movies there. So it feels like a brand new story, right? So it's just Cassian. It's like a, a it's like a, a second movie. It's like yeah, a sequel. In a right in a new with a new cast of characters. So we have Vel and Cinta, and then what's also nice is we find yeah. out just by a few lines of dialogue who these people are. You know, as they were described by Skeen. Now Skeen is one of the uh, Adani people people um we know that he <laughs> lost his brother uh, yeah the sadly Empire. the imperials got to him right then we have vel and Cinta, who he described as stone cold and fearless which that should have told us right there that if we were you know we were thinking you know when we got to episode six as you know when this heist took place we like, who was going to survive oh you know we maybe lose one or two people yeah. gorn's probably gonna go and guess who he lost gorn and Terramin, and Nemec, yeah, and Ski, but not Santa, <laughs> or Val, or or Val, right? But you know, giving giving that ex, giving that description of her being stone stone cold and fearless, it gives you an impression that okay, well, she's gonna she's a survivor, that she's gonna make it out, which she does. So yeah, that I was thought pretty good. I thought Nemec was gonna survive, but uh, yeah, yeah. Now well, I hate crates. Well. I hear what you're saying, right? But I, now that I've, you know, we've seen the entire series, there's a reason why Nemec had to uh, be sacrificed. For the manifesto. For the manifesto, exactly. I, I, I don't see why Nemec couldn't have just given Cassie the manifesto. Well, why would he give him the manifesto uh, for no particular reason? You know, if... As a farewell gift or something. I see. Could have you, been like Cassie and we're good friends. I'm sad you're leaving. Take my manifesto. I see. There we okay. go. And then, hmm, happy I, ending. But that's interesting. I mean, it didn't seem to me that that was the plan of Nemec giving the manifesto to Andor. I don't think he ever said that when he was alive. You know, it was Vel who, well, when he was, he knew that he probably wasn't going to make it. You know, when he was badly injured. And, you know, maybe at the last few seconds, he must have said to Val, like he knew that, you know, he may not make it. He like, said to Val, give, give this to Andor. To right. Give it, Ugh. give it to Andor. Right. But I don't think if, you know, had he not been in that situation where he felt that, you know, he was going to lose his life, that he was going to give it away. I think yeah. he was going to keep it. He was probably going to keep that manifesto. Right. Continue, yeah. in, continue writing that manifesto. Still. Yeah. Mm hmm. 
but you're right. Okay. And then, um, you know, as far as the other characters, we know about Taraman, you know, he was a former student tr stormtrooper, which is very interesting. And that he was responsible, or he or his group of stormtroopers were responsible for wiping out Sinta's family. So I know. Yeah, how about That's that? That's why they're at odds. Right, exactly. She doesn't know, does she? Or does she know? Um, well, I don't I'm sure she knows, yeah, that it was a group of stormtroopers. So I, I think what she's Sinta. I don't know this for sure, but I expect that Cinta understands what happened, why it happened, but she wants to get back at the Empire, right? And it's now, it's not about revenge on, you know, stormtroopers per se, but it's about revenge on the Empire, right? So if she was willing to work with this former stormtrooper, then she was all for that, okay? Yeah, all right. that and was then, her goal. Right, and then we also had Lieutenant Gorn, who was uh, their inside person there. Now, uh, we talked about the manifesto, right? Um, and, and basically, you know, that is a setup because that manifesto is going to come back and it's going to pay off. Yeah, because I kind of forgot about it because it wasn't really brought up until the last episode, which we'll bring up later. Right, exactly, exactly. So the, the mission, all right? So what is the setup here? They, these uh, people, are brought together to infiltrate an imperial garrison to steal their payroll. Okay. Yeah. So I thought by payroll, they meant like the actual payroll, like the list of people who get paid yeah. so they can, so they know who they are and where yeah. they live and whatnot. But they meant the actual money. It's cash. Because, I mean, credits. Credits. Jinx. Yes. Because yes. in that case, they should have just said, we're going to the imperials to steal credits, not we're stealing the payroll. The payload, sure, but it not is the a, payroll. It is a payload. And then one other thing as far as, you they know, hit dirt. the the advantage, again, of having a series that you could spend more time on, on characters, you also spend more time on the other side, the Imperial side. You know, you're looking into the lives of some of these Imperial officers. You're in a series where actually these officers are, are given a name, you know, like most of these officers. Well, you know, you only know them by, you know, Captain this or Admiral that or Commander that or whatever by title. They're like Admiral Awesome. Yes. You right. have failed for the last time. Wait, wait, that was terrible. You have failed for the last time. Right. Dun, 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 That's dun. Right. What was the joke. other dude's name? Uh, there was Captain Piet. Admiral Piet. Well, Ad no, Admiral you, Piet you took over, over now. for Ozzel. And then Captain, uh, Captain Nita, you know, when he... he Another force too. Right, yeah. See, you know, he lost track of the, the, the Falcon and he had to go and explain it to Darth Vader and, and Darth Vader says apology show. accepted to Captain Nita. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. Right. You have to be evil. You force choke the people that work for <laughs> right. you. Right. You're apologizing by taking their lives. So. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. You're, you're a, accepting the apology. Well, you choke them out and they and they you say apology accepted. Yes. Run. Yes, there you go. Like if Run. you work for these people, if you work for these people and you see your buddy down in hall two getting choked out mm. by Vader, just run. run the Take the way. escape pod and get out. Go in the other direction. Right. I don't know. Join the rebels because Leia doesn't go force choking people when they mess up. Yeah, good thing. All right. So we're talking about the humanity of the Empire. So one in particular named J Hold. Right? Yes, I you remember know, him because he had the family. Yes, he had the little boy, you know, which, you know, he was not very nice to, but the little boy, apparently 12 years old, 
Um, you know, he's a, a sickly child and, you know, he says, well, he's always sick and, you know, he's, um, and then, you know, he's not very, um, nice to, uh, his family, or his wife. but at least we he's get to nice see to his child or wife. Yeah. But it's, yeah. Problematic in its own sense. Yeah. Treat your family right, please. Yeah. Right. And then well, at least you get to see his family. Right. So. So basically, the 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 the, the confrontation is trying for these uh, for for this group of uh, characters, Velasinta and everyone else, to get inside this uh, imperial facility and steal the credits, which they do. Um, but now, right, and then the resolution has to be: is okay. Well, how are they going? Are they going to escape? And if so, how? And they do that as well with the help of Jay Hole, who you know didn't hang around for too long because mm -hmm. he was actually overexerted himself and you know there, there you go and like what? you said <laughs> and because you know this is a robbery um and you know it does involve risk you know yeah lieutenant gore why did let's talk about lieutenant gore for a second why did he stand there just looking up like like posing for animal crackers, just waiting for them to drop from the sky, and instead, a blaster bolt drops from the sky. Yeah, and then he was taken down real quick. And nobody cared. See, at least somebody cared about Terrabin, but they're like, oh, where's Gorn? Doesn't mm -hmm. matter. We didn't like him. Get the credit! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then, okay, so the mission is successful, you know, relatively. You know, we did lose some lives along the way. Um, Nemec, you know, again, uh, knew he was, you know, near death and he offered his manifesto to Cassian. So Cassian uh, takes the manifesto um, and then takes his share of the credits and then he leaves. He's yeah. out. Right. Because the job is done. We also get introduced to an ISB supervisor, Dedra Miro. Yeah, yeah. Dedra! Uh, wonderfully played uh, by Denise Go. Uh, it was just... You know, it, it's, it's so funny that when we first met her, we were rooting for her because, you know, she had... Blevin uh, trying to take well, her down. Yeah, right. That's true, right? So she had competition and, you know... We don't like Blevin on this channel. Well, No, that's not true. <laughs> well, I'm not saying that. I well, like you him. like him? Well, no. You I think, think he's, he's a, a very, good person? Well, no, but he works for the Empire. Do I you mean, think he's a good person? Do we think anybody who works in the Empire is a good person? No, but I like the the, the politics. I like, you know, that he Vader was a good person. Okay. When he turned to his good side. All right, let's 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 stay on this. So Blevin and 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 Dedra, you know, there Blevin has been around a little bit longer than Dedra. Dedra apparently is new to the game. She's only been there for uh, one year, so she seems um, um, to be. Uh, you know, ambitious ambitious yes a very good word she seems to be very ambitious and he doesn't like that so there was a line that i remember he said to her you know steady you know, ladder make sure before you climb up that's the one that's exactly it steady ladder before you climb up and you know so they were going at each other you know and these these people were doing yeah. the dozens every time they saw each other in the hallway right exactly exactly but you know uh so dedra you know eventually wins out you know she becomes in favor uh favor to pendagast Part of gas. Part of gas, right? I always call him Pendergast. Why would you always call him Teddy Pendergast? I don't know, because Teddy Pendergast, that last name is in my head. But uh, yes, so that person is, you know, 
He he likes Dedra. So part of gas. Exactly, part of gas. So he is a big fan of Dedra. All right. And then um, we also get to see Mon Mothma, you know, in this uh, these episodes, right? The return of Mon Mothma. Uh, we also see Luthen. You know, yes. he's actually Luthen, more, Mon Mothma, Dedra. More than meets the eye, you know. So apparently he has a disguise. He's that got he, this gaudy outfit. Right. Well, Luther looked at his closet and just thought, how many rings and bracelets do I have? Yeah. And how many of them can I put on before my fingers look like look like displays? Yes. So he's uh you know, he's in character. The scene that I liked is when he's getting dressed and he looks at himself in the mirror you can see him trying to get himself into character you know like he puts moving. the wig on yes right so and then he's, he's the ready. Wig. <laughs> he puts the wig on and the clothes and he's ready to go the uh, wig. yeah oh uh, and this is here's one thing that i did not really pay attention to until i realized okay well there's a reason for this so it was like again a setup and payoff the mentioning of mamathma's driver Claris. Claris. They kept repeating this man's name so many times. You know? Yeah, and Mon knew from the start that this man was an ISB implant. Yeah, and, and so did um, and so did Luthen and Clea because yeah, they when, all knew. Yeah, I didn't pick up on that. I did. Well, you, like you know how sometimes you pick up on something, but it doesn't really sink in. Like you hear it, but you're not paying attention to it. That's me. That was me because you know when huh? she pulled up in her car. <laughs> And got out, you know, they're looking at the, you know, at the front door, you know, it's glass. And Clea says to Luther, oh, a new driver. I didn't really pay much attention to, you know, whether it was a new driver or an old driver. I, I didn't know, care because I'd never seen her driver before. I picked up, I didn't pick up on that. And then, like I said, they kept repeating the name, like uh, Perrin was making fun of the man's name because he could never remember the driver's name. But what's his name again? Oh, is, is it Kelly Chloris? You know, Mom Martha kept kept uh you know correcting him but now we know that we'll know down the line as to why this character is important right exactly all right and, and then Cyril yeah he gets fired Cyril gets fired and he go, lost moves his back job. in with his Blevin mom. demoted the man he yeah. he got he lost he lost his job he got kicked out yeah and he's moving back home with his mother mm -hmm. oh boy oh what's this I hear theme music it's the new, it's the latest hit sitcom, Cyril and his mom. I, I want a sitcom. I want a comic book. Whatever you can give me with Cyril and his mother, I'll take it. I'll take it. All right, so that's the block. That's the second Cyril, block. your collar is too high. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can do this all day. Yeah. We could. Right, so that's episode four through six, all right? Now, episode seven was actually just a standalone episode, but to me, it was a prelude to the next three episodes coming yes. up, right? So what happens in seven, like the biggest event that happens in seven is that the Empire. Okay. All right, so after the the um, the robbery in Aldani, you know, was successful and it was 80 million credits that were stolen, yeah. the Empire is very upset and they take revenge, right? So what they start doing is increasing people's taxes. Uh, you know, anybody who's in- Yeah, they, they put taxes, they're lengthening sentences. Exactly, right, yeah. So it's part of this It's part of this initiative right. that the Imperial, not Imperial, the Emperor passed called P-O-R-D. I don't yes. know what it stands for, right? but it's in there. Yes, right, so yes, you're correct. So there's this order that came down from the Emperor himself and you know any uh, 
current prisoners or new prisoners, yeah. you know, that are Everybody's incarcerated. Getting their sentence their like sentences tripled. Are, yeah, yeah. Double. Like, like, yeah, basically, double yes. basically they decided, hey, nobody's getting out now. Exactly. Nobody's getting out. There's one way out. Well, okay, we're jumping ahead. All right. Yeah, so let me let me just finish up episode seven. So after the 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 <laughs> What are you doing? After I the, the Sharpie cat. Okay, you can get it. After the robbery, um, Andor heads back to Ferrix, and he wants to get his mom, uh, Marva, to leave Ferrix and go with him and go someplace else, right? Just get yeah, away. They want to get out, find a place to stay. Well, he wants her to leave. because Settle down, you know, just be a happy mother exactly. and son, go, unlike Cyril. Go someplace warm. You know, you know, she's getting older and, you know, she's in this, uh, you know, place where it's, you know, it's cold. You know, the heat's not working um, like it should. And she's in constant danger because um, Imperials are late. And then Marva, you know, says outright that, no. okay, well, I'm, I'm not leaving because I want to be here, you know, because I, I want to stay w- with the rebellion. And, you know, Cassie's looking at her, well, what are you talking about? What rebellion? And, you know, so he tries to talk her into it and she says, no, she's not going. She can't go. He can't stay. So he ends up leaving, and he heads to Niamos. Niamos. Yeah, Niamos. Right, Niamos. Right. It's a you know Miami Beach sort of town. You know, resort. You know, it's hot. You know, it's sand, and you know people are vacationing. And then you know, of all places, you know, this would be the last place you think you get in trouble. He gets arrested for doing. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Because not. like he's just having a good time, yeah. and then all of a sudden. There's some there's some some weird people who are just running around. I think they must have I think they must have been some sort of rebels, mm-hmm. and they end up causing trouble. And Cassian all of a sudden gets hooked in up there. Yes, so he gets arrested, and that moves us into the next block of three um, episodes eight, nine, and ten. By the way, PRD stands for Public Order Resentencing Directive. There you go. Right, exactly, and he caused it and he was also a part of the 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 directive yeah all right so the next three episodes eight nine and ten are written by uh bo williman directed by toby haynes so now andor is taken to narkina five right and and he's put in jail yes he's serving his sentence and then we get to see a familiar face andy circus yes uh plays a character named kino loy finally he's out of that CGI costume. Mm-hmm. We get to, we got to see his face for once. Exactly. Because even as Snoke, he had few lines, and you know, Snoke was ended very quickly. It did. He did. Yes. True. Whereas at least Kino made it out somehow. I think. I hope. Star Wars, if you're listening, please, please keep Kino alive. We need this. <laughs> we need this man. Okay. Well, we're gonna talk about that, right? All right, so he plays the the foreman or you know supervisor in charge of the floor. Yeah. Um, and then once again, you know, we meet a cast of new characters. Yes, and except they, one of them wasn't to wasn't so new, was in fact familiar, Melchi. Exactly. If we'll talk about him more later. Well, if you've seen Rogue One, you would know and that what, later is now. The name the, <laughs> what was that season? Because <laughs> it's a part of this block, right? Eight, nine, and ten, right? So We'll get to talk more about about Melcy. All right. Um, so once again, yeah, we have these new characters, and you know, the 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 writer takes the time to introduce each person 
to give them a name, right? Because they are very important to the story. It's not just some uh, random, uh, you know, actor, uh, an extra who doesn't have any lines. You know, he's, you know, that they're just there as a prop. These are characters that are very important. All right. So we have that. Um, so basically, so the setup is they're in jail, they're in prison, right? They're making these parts. We have no idea what, what these parts are for. Um, yeah, but yet. Right. Okay. And then what's the confrontation? Confrontation is that we find out that the empire made a mistake. Well, the, the people in, in charge of security made a mistake. So apparently they allowed a prisoner to be released, right? Yep. Right before P.O.R.D. was released. Right. And then when that dropped, they had to backtrack and tell that person, okay, well, you can't go. So they try to hide the fact that they let this person who used to work on uh, level four, right? I was it on level two and then he ended two up on four? four okay. the next day? So he was on level two. He was released, then brought back because of the directive and put on a different level. Just so people wouldn't, wouldn't notice that this person left one level and came back on another, but the eventually person, the person word got noticed, out. Right, word got out, and people were wondering, well, what is going on? Why did he come back? And then there was a rumor. People started talking, and you started hearing people saying that there's, um, you know, no so one is getting out. On two and yeah, yeah, the, no one is getting out, and then there's this uh, um, riot that happens, and. About a hundred. It's like he was back on two the next day. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it was like something's wrong on two. Something's really wrong on two. Right. Like, oh. And then these prisoners, like a hundred men, were just wiped out from the, the floor empire. went hot. Just, just to just to keep them quiet. So then right. word got back to the other. They could have just bribed them and said, Hey, you know what? We'll give you some money if you shut up. Hmm. Never thought of that. Okay. <laughs> as soon as I said that, you just went utterly silent. Well, I'm like, did he think I was serious? Well, no. You, you, no, I was just thinking that, okay, well, is that, could that happen? No, it couldn't. Anyway. No, but uh, the Empire's got some money. Right. Actually, then, no, they don't. They just had $80 million robbed from them. Right. Well, so not only that. So we have, that's the confrontation that this is happening. This is taking place on another floor. Now, what's happening, what's impacting... Um, and or directly is one of his uh, teammates, Ulof. You know, he's an older gentleman. Um, he is starting to deteriorate, you know, yeah. and he's sadly, he's fading fast. You know, his hands, you know, he's an older gentleman, like I said, his hands don't work and he's not able he's to having trouble working the machine. Yeah, he's not able to keep up. And then apparently he has a stroke and um, sadly passes away. Right. Yes. And then, you know, the doctor who came to, um, you know, to take care of him. Um, said Did absolutely nothing. Really, yeah, well, basically said there's nothing that he can do for this person and it puts the man to sleep. And then here's the rumor, you know, as Kino and Cassian are asking what actually happened, what really happened on level, on that level. Yeah, what happened on two? And, right. they, and, and he's he explained like, what happened. They fried a hundred men to keep him quiet. And, and no one's getting out, right? Okay. All right. No and one's then, getting Right. And then what was so cool is throughout the episode, you know, when the episode was called episode nine was nobody's listening. And episode eight was announcement. Yeah. Cassian kept asking Kino, you know, since Kino's been here for so long, okay, look, we got to figure out a plan. We got to try to, you know, see what we can do. We got to get out. How many men are on, how many guards are on each floor? And Kino would not tell him yep. until the very end when they realized that they, 
there's probably no way for them to get out of prison. And he finally asked the question and says, well, how many guards are on the floor? And then it's Kino like said, never, never more than, than two. 12. 12 <laughs> never more than 12 so that ends the episode now the resolution right the resolution is all right one way out right yep speaking of one way out q a wikipedia wikipedia hey hello all right we we're well, waiting for a chat message to pop up okay. and it finally came hello <laughs> look well, one cool. way out yes, exactly right you came in just and new pinned comment okay you came in at just the right time all right so now uh, the resolution is, okay, they have to have a plan. You know, Kino uh, finally realizes that no one is getting out. We got to put our heads together and figure out how we're going to get out of here. So there is a plan, um, which worked, you know, it wasn't pretty, but the idea was, you know, we didn't talk about the, well, we've talked about the floors when we were yeah, reviewing we the episodes. The hot floors and the cold floors. The, yes. You know, they're like Cheeto flavors. Right. Basically, it's on and off. Right, exactly. So we know that the floors were electrified and the idea was that they had to turn off these floors so that they can, you know, move around and, and run around and do whatever they need to do to 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 get out of the prison, right? So that was the, yeah. the first thing they had to, to, to figure out. So, um, you know, Cassian destroyed one of the water pipes had the water all over the floor. And basically that short circuit of the floor. Circuit. So when they tried to make it hot floor exactly. and take them out, they couldn't. They failed. Exactly. And this one man just sat there clueless and turned into a 12 piece. <laughs> well, I, I think it caught a few of them off guard. You know, <laughs> you know when, when Kino They said, had an ample 10 seconds to get on a table well, before the floors got fried. When, and then it was 12 this for all well when 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 uh kino said you know get on the table you know i think some of the guys like get where imagine that imagine that get on the tables oh what tables okay you know well this is not nice we're laughing at these people Anyway, um, <laughs> they were slow. Right. Okay. What can I say? So here we go. This is the part. By the way, you know, I've said this before. My favorite episode of the season. Um, this was fantastic. This is Emmy, uh, you know, Emmy, Emmy award winning speech or Emmy nominated, at least from from Andy Circus, And he's um, talking to the guys and he's trying to root them on and he's telling them the floors are cold help you help your fellow man to to get out do whatever you need to do is one way out right one way out one way out yeah and they're running um and by the way so we have a contact at disney right uh who we gave do us, yeah just who, kidding who gave us a copy of an early draft oh let's do the yeah. Okay. Yeah. So before let's actually let's actually give you guys an excerpt of the early draft right. of One Way Out. Right. A little a little clip from it. So again, we're setting this up, right? So we have a contact. You know, this is right when they are about to reach it. So we have a Disney contact who gave us this early unreleased script. We're the only people who have it it's so a, far. Well, it's an early draft, right? So of course, you know. Uh, screenplays go through several drafts, so this never made it. You know, they rewrote it, but they were very nice enough to share this scene with us because this is actually the scene 
when uh, Keno Lloyd gives that speech right after he gives the speech and the guys are running to escape. Would you like, the prison. I like, I would, I will read for the role of Keno Lloyd. Okay. All right. And so you then, will read for the role of prisoners I'll, I'll and do, prisoner two and I'll do. Prisoner yeah, I'll do all the prisoners Keno. and you do Keno. I'll do Keno and prisoner one. <laughs> okay. All right. So here we go. So I'll start off. So, uh, so this is the screenplay episode 10. The prisoners are very close to freedom. The voices echo as they run through the tunnel. One, one way, way out. One way out. One way out. They see a light at the end of the tunnel. One, one way out. One way out. One way. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, hold okay. on. It's the end of the line. The men look over the edge down to the deep, deep blue ocean. Uh, I can't swim. Kino Lloyd. Yes. Me neither. Um, yeah, I, I'm not jumping. The prisoners all agree. They look at each other. They agree. They start to panic. No worries, guys. Look, we'll find another way. Let's turn around. Two ways out. Two, Two ways, ways out. out. Two, Two ways, ways out. out. Two ways out. End scene. <laughs> and now, Q&A. Who we have first? <laughs> I'm sorry. Even even our producers chuckle. Okay. Um, the scenes. <laughs> I guess we should explain before we start Q&A that obviously... That, that was a joke. That, that's all made up. Okay. <laughs> my dad my dad decided now, he wanted to be funny and made this script. If you is, laughed, that's good. If you didn't, too yes, bad. Right. It was, it was, it's, this is not true. We made this up. So the point is, you know, people are, are wondering... Did Kino make it out? Can we don't give it out of, of you know, there five thousand men were actually trying to escape at the same time, right? How do, how do you, all these people know how to swim? You can't tell me that. You can't tell Kino, me four thousand nine hundred ninety-nine men know how to swim. And Kino's the only one who cannot. He's he's not the only one. I'm sure there are some. It's gotta some be possible. There, there has to be like at least a handful who decided. Okay, well, even if I can swim. I'm not, I'm not jumping from there. Exactly. I'm going in the other direction, and I'm sure that's what they did. So Kino is fine. Hopefully, we'll see him again in season two. All right. Q All right. Now, now we'll let the comments. Q and A. Yes. Wikipedia says just in time for the exclusive content. Thank you again, Wikipedia, for for being here. Do we have any Q and A? Okay. All right. That's fine. All right. Oh, Star Wars Geek Girl. I am speechless because I was watching. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Is this Mike? Thanks, Mike. Thank you for joining us. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was so that was the block of episodes eight and ten. Okay. All right. So now that just leaves two more episodes. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. What do we want to do? Just we need a Wikipedia says we need a video game style alternate ending. How about yeah. that? Okay. Jake Vogel. Hi. 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 Hello. Remember me from 2021 summer camp? Hi. Oh, okay. All right. We know Jake. Jake, thanks. Yeah. All hey, right. Keith, this is Jake from camp. Yeah. Loved Andor. My favorite piece of Star Wars since Revenge of the Sith. Ooh, I like I that. Know. I, I like know. I know. Your favorite movie is Revenge, right, Revenge of the Sith. All right. Thank By the you. way, to clarify, I saw A New Hope in concert. Not, not Revenge of the Sith. I saw A New Hope. The okay. original Star Wars. Billy Davis, thank you for joining us. Hello to you. All right. Jake from State Farm. <laughs> Jake from State Farm. Okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. Um, all right. So then let's so then that now leaves two more episodes. Okay. Jake from State, Jake from State, Farm. State Farm. All right. Thanks. We'll get like a good neighbor of State Farm is there. 
All right. Please do not copyright us. Okay, let's go into episode <laughs> 10. Uh, I'm sorry, episode 11 and 12, the last two episodes, okay? All right, so these we last two episodes. We are the most jokey episodes, podcasters ever. That's fine, yeah. The last two episodes are written by Tony Gilroy, directed by Benjamin Karen. Um, so basically the setup is that Marva is unfortunately, you know, we said to, you know, back in the early episodes that she was not doing very well and that she eventually um, lost her life. All right. Sadly. Okay. Yes. Marva was getting old. Of course. How can I... Not How can really I not remember one of my favorite campers? I miss our Star Wars combos. How I'm sure. Well, now that, I'm at the middle school, so. Yeah, I'm sure those are some very good conversations. Yeah. I'm no longer an elementary schooler. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You're you're growing up here. All right. So yeah. So Marvel is gone. All right. Sadly. Yeah. So um, so at this point, uh, Cassian and uh, Melshi, you know, escaped. They've split up, by the way. Well. Yes, when we when we the start of episode eleven, they're still running for their lives, right? They're trying to find a ship, right, to 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 take off world. Yep, and they finally find one. Yes, right. They find a quad, quad jumper, jumper, right? Okay. And they get off. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they head back to Niamos. Right. Cassie gets his stuff. Melchi gets a mm-hmm. new wardrobe and stuff. Right. You know they got to get out of that prison guard. Yes, exactly. And they're back on the beach. Yeah. Right. And then this is when Cassian makes the call back to Ferrix because he had a message to give to his mother. You know, mm-hmm. he wanted his mother to know that he's doing fine. And sadly, you know, and you know that you know she would words. she would be very proud of him. You know, if she knew what he was doing or what he did. And um, the shopkeeper, you you mentioned his name earlier. Zanlan. Right. Who kept <laughs> saying Cass's name? Like, don't use any names. Cass. Cass, yeah, Cass, Cass, stop using my name. But he uh, eventually told Cass what happened to his mom, and Cass, um, Cassian took just, it. Yeah, he. Oh, um, poor Cassian. Yeah, a little days, or he wasn't expecting that kind of news. Um, so, and then uh, Melshi and and Cassian decided they were going to split up because they wanted people to know about what happened. Yeah, Melshi had to get the word out. Cassian had to head back to Ferrix. Exactly. And here we are, set up perfectly. For the finale. Right. Okay. No. All right. So then that's one of the setups. And there are other setups in, involving Anto Krieger, which we did not meet, but he was a, a Yeah, we a, saw a, a hologram we, of him. Right. As well. But it was a name that we heard uh, mentioned throughout the show so often. Yeah, because Luther was trying to get him to meet Saw as like a contact or something. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. So we talked about his fate. Um, you know, not to go into, you know, too much details, but yeah, so yeah. Saw and Luthen had this conversation about, you know, what they're going to do about Anton Krieger's men. Um, they're going to be ambushed. Yeah, Krieger's, Krieger's kind of toast. Right. And he was, he has, a, we didn't talk about this in uh, episode 10, but Luthen has a contact in the ISB. Lonnie. Right, Lonnie, who knows that the Empire is going to go after Krieger's men. And he tried to warn Luthen, and he's right. like, well, if they don't go, they'll know some things they miss. Exactly, right. So Luthen could not tell Krieger anything. And, you know, that's they, a part of you know, the, the rebellion, the sacrifice, right? I feel like he should have told Krieger, you know, tell your men to be on edge because the Imperials are expecting you to come. Don't back out because you still got to go, but, like, 
Yeah, act I, wary. I, I don't think that would have worked though. I mean, if someone said to you, "Hey, you're going to lose your life today," you know, you're going like, "What? What?" That you know, is, gonna... that it, I didn't. I'm not saying tell them that you're going to die today. I'm saying tell them to be on guard because the ISB knows they're coming and they're going to be waiting. I see. So defend yourself as best right, as you basically can. Basically be like, yeah. make sure you got some extra, make sure you got some extra fuel in your ships because you need to get to pull some evasive maneuvers. I see. Okay. They'll be waiting for you. Okay. Well, that could have been an option, but you know, Luthan played it cool and he realized, okay, the less they know, the better. And unfortunately, Krieger and his men were... Our, um, one with the spice. Well, they were, they were taken out. All right. Um, okay. And then, uh, so, you know, this is the confrontations. This is the setup. The confrontation is um, Cassian going back to um, Ferrix, even though Ferrix is one of the last places he needs to be because yes. the empire is all over the place. They're spread out like cream cheese. Yes. These on, people on are all over that slice of toast that is Ferrix. There you go. Right. And then, and and Dedra is is spearheading it, and you know she's using her torture. Um, yeah, I'm trying tactics. to think of a toast analogy. Okay, while you do that, Dedra is the knife that's spreading the butter. Okay, <laughs> or the cream cheese. Dedra is the knife that's spreading the cream cheese all across the toast that is Ferrix. Oh my goodness! All right, so the cream cheese is the empire. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. All right. Uh, so spread thin. <laughs> Yes, and and she is spread thin. I mean, and and she's actually, she's using these fear tactics, tactics to scare the the people of Ferrix. You know, again with uh, uh, Santa Pack, uh, with Bix. Yeah, interrogated him. Yes. You know what she did that was specifically diabolical that I want to talk about for a second. Sure. Like, remember when they were done interrogating Pack? And they were like, should we get this man out of here? Yes. And Dedra says, no, I want Bix to see what happened to him so she yeah. knows what happened. That was so cold. Like to say, you know, I'm going to put a man we already tortured in front of a person we're about to torture so they know we're not playing around. That is that is the coldest move since Vader's force choke. Yes, I, I, I agree with you. And as soon as she walked in, you know, he's. As soon as they bring her in, you know, she's like, oh, well, get, him out of here, get, him like, get this man out of here. Why is he here? still here? Come you, on. Because you planned it that way. So that was that was very you know, acting. Yes. It was very mean, but you're right. It was very cold was, as ice. It was effective. It was very effective. All right. OK. And now let's get to the resolution. Episode 12. All right. The season finale is all about Ferrix. Yes. OK. And everyone is is there. We got Cyril. Um, we we got Luthen. You know, we got Bell and Cinta. Um, everyone's there, and everyone is looking for, and the Empire obviously, and everyone's looking for Cassian. No one could find them except the people of 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 Ferrix. Um, but it was it was well done. Um, it was a great uh, you know the, the funeral scene yeah. with the music and I the really enjoyed the it music. Was absolutely wonderful. A wonderful send off, and then to have that, um, as you know, we talked about the voices that Cassian heard throughout that episode the voices of his father, yes, um, and Nemec as well, right? And Nemec reading the manifesto, the payoff of the manifesto in the earlier episodes, right? And you know, Cassian is just hearing, you know, their voices, and he's reading the manifesto, and he's yes. just getting this encouragement to keep going and to climb. And to try, you know, it was well done, you know. You know, um, and then, they're getting ready. This is the 
amping part. This is when we're just about to see Cassian, you know, getting ready. By the way, Dedra really is cold as ice. Oh my, oh, we got, we got props now. Okay. Yes, all right. we do. Right. Okay. All right. So for people who are not watching us, right? <laughs> That's just too bad. Drop the block of ice in, in a cold glass of water. Cold as right. ice. Please don't spill it on the equipment. Okay. All right. Very good. Too late. We need <laughs> new microphones now. <laughs> all right. Okay. So let's finish up 12. All right. And then and we're going to get to our Q&A. We're going to get to our Q&A. All right. Uh, so episode 12. So let me just talk about my, my favorite part of the episode is when Brasso. Brasso is back, right? Yes. You know, remember that friendship that we uh, we 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 saw in the first episode? It comes back in spades in the last episode because Brasso has a message to tell Cassian about his mother. There's some things that Marvel wanted Cassian to know, um, things about him. You know, I wish I had wrote these quotes down, but it's just so many great ones. But in particular, you know, you know, he was just like, a spark. Know. It was just the sparks of the fire was already burning. Exactly. Tell him he knows everything he needs to know and exactly. feels everything he needs to feel. And when those two come together, he'll be something great. Wonderful. Something to that effect. That was beautiful. And then the last part is... Clap like, for me. Clap! No, because the last part is tell him <laughs> that I love him more than anything he can ever do wrong. Oh, man. It's, it's, that was just absolutely just heartwarming you know because that's a mother a mother's love you know yeah, it was so yeah, nice we talked about that all right you don't know anything about what i'm saying you, excuse you, me well no you don't get it because you know it's, it's coming from a parent you know like you know you know she that's, loves her son right no matter what he's done uh, whether he's done things right or if he's done things wrong she just wants him to know it doesn't matter i love you bigger than anything that you've ever done i know yes so that's it. It, it means it, that, that means a lot people. to me, right? And I then have felt that way about people. Okay, well, that's wonderful. That's good to know. And then uh, again, you know, the last um, we hear of Marvra is through this hologram, and there she is. She's just like um, you know the head of a of, of a rebellion army, and she's giving them the speech and she says, to you motivate know, them, and fight the them empire. We've been sleeping. Been you know, sleeping. we have to we have to rise up. Because yes. you know they are the empire's terrible. They're diseased. They're spreading across Berks. Right. Fight them. They're the mold. All that slice of toast. Uh oh. Fight them. Yes. Right. And then, you know, then it it just breaks out. You know, and you know, Ferrix goes after the 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 empire. Um, you know, Dedra is even running for her life. Awesome fight. Right. And Dedra Dedra gets gets saved by Cyril, and she's like, "Oh my." Goodness, yes, <laughs> yeah, that, that was pretty interesting. I don't She's know what's like, gonna happen. To I those don't two know characters. whether to strike you across the face or to run, <laughs> but by you know, while all this is happening, it gives uh Cassian enough time to find Bix mm -hmm. and to you know, save, save her. her and get her on a ship. And then he gets along. and then he gets Bix, he gets Brasso, he gets B2, exactly, he, and he gets uh Jesse from right. the daughters of Ferrick, correct? And she's them all a pilot, up. apparently, yeah, and he rounds them all up. And they are ready to go. Right. But he Everybody doesn't Everybody with, with the B name is gone. Yeah. But he doesn't join them. But the next letter gets kicked off, right? B and C. A, B, C. Everybody with the B name in the show was on that ship. But everyone with the C name was not. Okay. And All the right. The person with the C so name was Cassian, Cassian but right. still. And Cassian had a plan. That Cassian knew that 
Luthen was there looking for him. So he found Luthen himself um, on Luthen's ship. And he confronts uh, Rail and says to him, okay, well, you know, if you're here to kill you me, then go can, ahead. You and, can bring and, me warm or you can bring me cold. Right. So if you want to, you know. And then the Mandalorian showed up. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> there you go. And then thereby Cassian unofficially maybe joining Luthen along to form this rebellion. Maybe a mentorship? I think we're going to see that, right? So that is the season. So that's the recap. All right, let's of, get to Q&A. Of, of season one. Yeah, let's get to the, yes, let's please get to the Q&As. And then, um, and by the way, let's, um, while we're getting our Q&As together, uh, Wisdom to Wise, howdy, love you too. Thank you so much, Wisdom. All Thanks. right, wonderful. All right. If there are any others. So while we're waiting for, for others, um, just want to try to get an idea of, just talk a little bit about season two. Wikipedia, that would be stuck in your head all night. You're welcome. Thank you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I, I, it will be. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Like it's stuck in my head right now. Yes. Season two. Let's talk about season two. So okay. from what I understand about season two. All right. There we go. Keith. Go Keith, I wish I had more students like you keeping you. Thank you. All right, Mike. Thank you so much for that. Season two. All right. So it begins four years before Rogue One. All right. Um, so the first three episodes, so again, blocks of three. First three episodes is going to be. Yeah, we still have Q&A. Okay. All right. We can come back. You know, I just want to say this real quick. All right. The first three episodes All right. um, is going to take place in year two. The next three episodes takes place in year three. Next three in year four. And then the next three episodes for year five. So expect right longer. Expect longer episodes then, because we'll probably have longer episodes as there's less time. Because I was I was expecting five seasons, one for each year, but you know, then it got cut to three, and now it's cut down to two. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. See, I hope I hope. See, my my thing is real quick, and then we'll get to the rest of the Q and A. I don't know about that because I feel like I don't want to have a rushed sense in each episode. Yeah. Like they just got to get the information out really quick so that we can move on to the next story arc. So I hope, I hope they keep it slow and steady like they did in season one, but with a little more fast pace. All right. Well, you mean like just, you know, play out. Yeah, you know, let it play out. Right. Yeah. Introduce new characters if need be. All Bring right. back some old characters. I got you. All, All right. right. Yep. Q&A. Q&A. Yep. All right. Give us a second to get it up. <laughs> oh, by the way, we didn't talk about the, <laughs> What's so funny? We didn't talk about the post-credit scene. Ah, you're killing me. Okay, all right. Did you guys see something that looked like a lightsaber when Luthen visited Saw? It looked like he gave one up to two twos when they searched him. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that, like mm -hmm. that stick or something. Yes. I... I don't know. I think it might have been a hidden lightsaber because if you remember the Clone Wars, the Jedi Terra Sanubi actually had a lightsaber hidden inside his cane. So I wouldn't be surprised. Luthen kind of gives off Jedi vibes, like one of those Jedi who was around during Order 66 and survived. So, But I don't know. It would not surprise you if Luthen turned out to be um, Force-sensitive, is no. what you're saying? No, but not. So if he... Really? Okay. <laughs> Because, you know, my theory is, you know, we're talking about Luthen. I think he, at some point, worked for the Empire. Like, yes. he was uh, an Imperial officer. Yeah. Because I feel that's... Could be both. That's exactly why he he's, like, one step ahead of them all the time. It could have been both. Like, he, he was a Jedi, and then when the Imperials came over, he decided to switch to their side. 
and then decided to go back to the rebel side. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's more to Luthen than we, that we don't know. And then the other part is the point is that the Empire still has no idea who Axis is, right? They don't know Axis is Luthen. Nope. Right? right. So if can you imagine once they find out if Luthen is someone who used to work for the Empire, how angry the emperor the imperials i'm just imagining yeah. the scene part of guys would just call dendra and lonnie and everybody yeah. else in and be like we got a traitor He's... and we will relentlessly hunt this man yeah. until he either surrenders himself or we surrender him exactly yeah i that that would be very interesting okay any others all right mm -hmm. i saw a question about the rebels do you guys uh, think we'll mm -hmm. see any of the Rebels crew in the next season of Andor? I think I'll do a rewatch before then, just in case. I'd think? say yes, because if you remember, Hera's name was dropped in Rogue One. So I think mm -hmm. maybe we might see Hera, maybe Rex at some point. Ahsoka, possibly? I don't know. That is a very... I like that Hera idea. Because by this time, Rebels has already wrapped up. Because it... It it's already it's already wrapped up by now. You mean the storyline, the rebel storyline? Yeah, like line? the show has already the show by now has already wrapped up. Like the timeline, as far uh, as I mean, each episode yeah. is a year, and I think it started. I gotta look up when it started. Uh, what year does Star? Wars well, okay, well, Rebels take place. But I, I want to say I like what you're saying about Hera being there because but one BBY. Okay, right. So it. So starts it the starts at the same place. Mm -hmm. It starts when Andor starts and ends a year before Andor ends. Okay, all right. Because zero BBY is the is like yes, yeah, right up right. to the Battle of Yavin. Exactly right. I like what you're saying about Hera because I believe you know I'm not sure that we may see Hera appear in the Ahsoka series next year. Yeah, right. That's the expectation at least. Right. So that would make sense. So if you have this, you know. Uh, Hera appearing in Ahsoka many years later, she can actually appear in Andor in season two. I like yeah, that. and that'd be yeah. her first live action appearance because we we've heard her name drop. We just haven't seen her in live action. Yeah, not yet, right? Jake, thank you very much for for attending. Um, you know, thank you. You know, have a good night. All right, love the stream tonight. Thank you so much. Oh my Jake. god, I just right. realized we've been on for an hour. Yeah, well, this was a wrap up, so you know. All right, so the longest stream is eight thirty seven. It's okay, Keith. <laughs> it's fine. Remember, I go to bed, man. I got a presentation tomorrow. Remember, people are going to watch this at what you, any. What do you think is going on here? <laughs> people are going to watch this at any time during the day. Right? You say it's eight thirty. They're looking at their watch. No, it's only three fifteen in the afternoon. What are you talking about? <laughs> so anyway, all right. So you know I, what I was saying that the post credit six oh two and six. Okay, so the Death Star. You know, we talked about that. You know, yeah. so we're. The, so the again, parts another, they were engineering is based exactly on the Death right, Star. Another payoff, uh, set up and payoff, right? So then we know yep. what that means. Okay. By the way, another comment, Lol, Keith is on a roll today. And then the Mandalorian shows up. Yes, right, exactly. All right, so. Laugh out loud emoji. Yes, okay. Um, all right, can I say this one thing about Cyril and, and Dedra? You know, just give me a few more minutes. It's not going to take long, but. I'm thinking, well, what am I going to, where are these two going to go? What's going to happen to them in next season? All right. So here's what I think. Dedra is going to be indebted to, to, to Cyril saving her life. So I can see her going to uh, Pendergast. 
Party gas. Party gas. And asking her boss to find a job for Cyril. He won't be working for the ISP because we, you know, you can't. That is such a power gap. Well, firstly, secondly, what do you mean a power gap? Cyril, Cyril's, he's good, but he's not really ISB material. Well, that's what I'm saying that he wouldn't be an ISB, but he'd have some job in the empire. Yes, and I think that job would be he could be in charge of an imperial ship. Like he could be like, like a, a like a ship captain, like a star exactly, destroyer captain. Yeah. I because for some reason I can picture um Cyril, Cyril in with that, that uniform. cap on. Yes, exactly. With that ridiculous cap. Yes, with the high collar and he's wearing the dark uniform. Yeah, and, and he'll just go back to his mother and be like, Look, Rob, my collar is high and I didn't have to tailor it this time. So exactly. Like, well, it's still high. That's not changing anything. And he gets to run his own imperial ship, you know what I mean? So he yeah. gets to boss people around. He likes to be in a leadership position. I think this would be a perfect opportunity to see, you know, what he can do, you know, like under yeah, pressure. Yeah, basically give yeah. give him a like Dedra said. Put these people in a box and see what they do. All right. Okay. Yeah. So we went a little long. So I, you know, don't want to go too much into our, it. So, but this is our longest video to date, which is fine. This is absolutely fine. So um, I'm sure, you know, prior to season two, obviously, and season two, I, I think is not even coming until 2024. Uh, yeah. What? So we'll have time to talk about, you know, like who we expect to see in season two, uh, you know, you know, Everything else, you know, to get prepared for season two. We got time. All right. Let's talk about tomorrow. We're going to be back on tomorrow's live yes. stream, right? We're going to be doing a spoiler review of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Mm -hmm. All right. So that'll be tomorrow, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Next week, excuse me, next week, we are going to talk about Star Wars 2023. What is yeah. coming up in 2023? We're going to talk about uh, the upcoming... Um, series yes uh that's going to be and, taking place and sometime before the end of the year will be our 2022 book collection yes and now that you put that out there we definitely have to do our 2022 book collection <laughs> <laughs> so we will definitely do that yeah i so, got you there dad yeah all right so for next week again you know we're going to look ahead to 2023 but you know and then uh, we're going to get grounded back in 2022 because 2023 ain't here yet that's right that's exactly right so we'll still have uh things to do for 2022 to wrap up the year um, um and then we we'll also want to talk about uh indiana jones right yeah that's coming out next year as well so we'll talk about 2033 star wars slash lucasfilm mm -hmm. and maybe we could like watch indiana jones do a study on it that's a that's an excellent point right you've only seen raiders of the lost Man, star right? so we got, got three more movies left to see all right. Do not copy right to us on this video. Do we we like having monetization. Do we have any more? Okay. All right. So I think that's it then. So this has been fun talking about Andor. Um, again, as I said before, it's a master class this entire season of great direction and like, writing. This is and basically is it's hats off to the directors yeah. writers yeah. executive producers producers yeah everything yes perfect now you were shocked when i said it you know we we're on the um big t little t program and i said that this is andor is the best star wars i've seen since the original trilogy and you looked at me like what even better than the mandalorian yes in my opinion it's even better than the mandalorian all right so you know let's uh let's see what people have to say about that you know you can leave your comments or you know you can we can talk about it further 
where you think it ranks. But um, okay, I'm gonna. <laughs> that's how we're gonna sign off. That's all I gotta say. I'm done. All right, Keith. Is <laughs> better than the Mandalorian. Yes, I said it. Better than the Mandalorian. I got my eyes on you, buddy. Both Sleep seasons. with one eye open. All right. Where can people find us? I will be playing the Mandalorian through your television. <laughs> Just kidding. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, Amazon Music, Audible, or wherever you get your podcasts. Check out our socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Fatherside Galaxy. Check out our merch store, FatherSideGalaxy.MySpreadShop.com. Visit our website. I said that already, didn't I? That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, check out our Patreon page, and please donate to that as well. Hey, thank you. And if you like our, our, our content, you like our shows, the best way that you can support us uh, right now is it's through our Patreon page. Is it well? It, well <laughs> okay, I was gonna say the shop. You know, like the yeah, holidays but are both coming. Both of them, you know, yeah. holidays are coming in. If you'd like a nice gift for your friend or for your family, coffee mug, portable water bottle, a nice sweatshirt yeah. for the for the holidays when the winter comes, it gets yeah. cold. Check out our merch store and consider us for yeah. your next holiday shopping event. Yeah, we can use the support. Okay, uh, so yeah, you know, guys. just think about. We, we want to make awesome content, we and we continue. need your help to do Absolutely. that. So absolutely. So just take a look. It doesn't hurt to even take a look. You know. So we have, yeah. you know, if you see something for... you like, don't click on it. There you go. All right. So please. <laughs> All right. So that is it, everyone. So thank you. This was a fun episode to do. I had so much fun. Yes, I I did too. And you know, we have. I just realized that we left out quite a few things, but we're, we're good. We're good. We're good. We're not going to go back, you know, other than say that it's better than the Mandalorian season one and two. All right. All right. Well then until next time, everyone, thank you once again. Remember what I said in. about playing the Mandalorian through your television. Hey, I'm ready. We're that starting way. with episode one. All right. So everyone, thank you once again, take care. And, and we, we will see, see you again. again.